0: call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now.
3: And you just heard the number to be on the air. I want to welcome you to our program, Calvary Live. And you, the listener, get to call in and you get to ask questions about perhaps the Bible, your Bible reading. Uh, Maybe you heard a teaching and it's brought up a question and so we encourage you to call in as we look to God's Word, and I hope and pray that I can bring clarity and understanding uh, as we go to the Word of God. So give me a call at 303-690-3000. The Calvary Live is also an opportunity for you to receive prayer. We're here to minister to you. Uh, we're here to encourage you and exhort you, and that really is the heart of this program, to, to answer your questions, uh, to bring the truth of God's Word to you, to pray with you and to minister uh, to you. So the number to call, as you heard, is 303-690-3000 to be on the air. And there is another means for you to be able to ask a question and to give your prayer request, and that's through a dedicated text line. And that is 720-336-0897. And I just want to welcome all of you that are listening in today. Uh, As we end the work week, as we end the school week, um, this is a great opportunity as perhaps some of you are at home and uh, from school, you're at the uh, park, you know, with your kids doing practice, maybe you're taking a walk, maybe you're ending the the week at work and you're listening and you're able to call in. We encourage you to do that and ask your questions. Um, And also for you who can do it safely to text in your questions and to give your prayer requests, Let's go to the Word of God together. Let's encourage each other. Let's let's be a blessing to one another. And I know that some of the questions that are asked, that maybe some others are are thinking of the same thing. They they have the same kind of questions, and and so it's not just for those who call in, but for all the listeners. And the Lord's gonna guide us and bless this hour, Calvary Live. So I'm your host today. My name is Jeff Figgs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley. I have the privilege of hosting Calvary Live on Tuesdays and on Fridays. So blessed to be with you this afternoon. And I want to welcome all the Grace FM listeners along the front range up into southern Wyoming that you are listening live today. And then also all those who are listening on the East Coast, on uh, Hope FM and Truth FM. And of course, uh, if you're listening to the broadcast um then it's a week delayed, but I know that many of you, perhaps uh, even on the East Coast uh, and around the country, that you're listening online. Um, you are listening, uh, uh, you know, on your uh, on your apps as you've downloaded uh, the Grace FM app. And so we encourage you, anywhere in the United States, uh, to give us a call at 303-690-3000. That blesses me that the listening. Uh, area uh, or the online listening. Uh, it's is just been um, growing. We got even those who are listening right now in Peru. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And we got close connections to Peru. We had a group of young adults that went down there and ministered with Corey Kilgis uh, there in Trujillo, uh, Calvary Chapel there, uh, ministering to the youth there, uh, put on a vacation Bible school, did a Uh, Children's Ministry Workshop. Uh, we got close ties uh, to Peru here at Calvary Chapel Greeley, so I want to welcome you. And and, uh, even those, uh, somebody listening in Ukraine and Puerto Rico and around the world, and technology is so wonderful to be able to connect us together. So we want to welcome all the listeners, and we pray that you're blessed in this next hour. So give me a call. Uh, All open lines right now. It's great to grab one of those open lines, uh, right now, while you're able to and let 's talk about the things of the Lord three o three six nine oh three thousand and um that text line is seven two zero three three six oh eight nine seven and and of course you have opportunity to receive prayer and we all need prayer, and maybe you know one of the things that we find is as uh, we find ourselves in the beginning of the school year that it can be very stressful for families and it'd be stressful for for our kids, and um, and it's a big adjustment and new classes and just the stress and the strain of that comes with our young people. And so maybe perhaps you need prayer, and we want to be able to pray with you and bless you. Maybe you're going through a difficult time. Maybe you're, you know, one of the things that uh, on Wednesday night, uh, it's been so wonderful to go through the book of Revelation, and sometimes it gets really heavy, especially in this section that we're in, that deals with that tribulation period um, and uh, a lot of things are taking place and as we are going to be in chapter 15 uh, we're looking towards the end of that tribulation period right prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ and as we look at the tribulation period we see the Antichrist take center stage we see that he goes into the temple and proclaims himself as God uh, we see the two witnesses that are killed there in Jerusalem uh, we know that uh, there is uh, the Satan that makes war with the woman, that is with Israel. And when the Antichrist proclaims himself as God in the temple of God to be worshipped as God, as Second Thessalonians chapter 2 tells us, that he's going to turn and he's going to make war against the Jews, he's going to make war against... believe in saints and even chapter 13 it says the whole world turns to him begins to worship him and then you have the false prophet that rises up on the scene and and he uh makes war with the saints and prevails against them it seems as though when you're reading that section that that you know the antichrist satan's gonna win but here's the thing he doesn't he doesn't win and maybe right now you might be thinking, you know, I'm not concerned about the tribulation period because I got tribulation going on in my own life. I want you to know this, that you might think that Satan, that the attacks and the uh, the problems, the difficulties that you are facing right now, that perhaps you think those things are going to win. Listen, they are not going to win. And the Lord loves you, and he is with you, and his promises are true for you. And uh, I, I hope and pray that that you would draw close to the Lord, because oftentimes during difficulties and tribulations that we fall away from the Lord. We, we begin to come up with our own solutions. We begin to pull away from the Lord. We're overwhelmed, and we stop praying. We stop being in fellowship. And one of the things that I see in chapter 14 in the midst of all this tribulation is 144,000 that are sealed by God, that belong to God, that they're standing with the Lord. And you keep standing close to him and you stay uh, one in the word of god you stay in fellowship you stay with being encouraged with other believers and give us a call if you need prayer and i hope that's a word of encouragement to you that are listening here today so give me a call we got a couple open lines 303-690-3000 let's talk about the lord let's go to the word of god let's encourage one another And uh, so um, it is something that, of course, uh, we get the privilege to do here on Calvary Live. So we're going to go to the phone lines. Let's go to Jennifer in Greeley. Hi, Jennifer.
1: Hi. um, Thanks for taking my call. And um, I I first wanted to call and ask about um, a verse that I read in Acts chapter 13, and I think it's verse 39, um, and it says... um, it says, um, through him, speaking of Jesus, I'm pretty sure, um, through him, whoever believes um, will be free of sin. I, I'm not saying it exactly the way that it is, but do you know which one I'm talking about?
3: Yeah, let me read it to you, okay? And okay. and I think you're asking a very good question because, you know, here is the preaching of the gospel that is being given. And mm-hmm. um, you know Paul and and Barnabas they uh, are on their first missionary journey, and they're going to the Gentiles. They're they're uh, beginning to establish these churches, and um, and he says, uh, I'm going to back up to verse 38 of chapter 13. That therefore let it be known to you, brethren, that through this man, that is Jesus, is preached to you the forgiveness of sins. And by him, everyone who believes is justified from all things, from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. So I'll ask you, first of all, Jennifer, was there a specific question that you had on that verse?
1: Well, my question is just, um, in the translation that I read, it said uh, you would be free from every sin. So to me, it meant if I believe in Jesus, um, that I would be free from every sin. So I I guess I kind of understand but I don't because I'm not free of, I don't feel like I'm free of my sin.
3: Yeah, and you're asking that a very sense. Yeah, and he's talking about being justified. And and that term justification is um a legal term. It's it's a term that literally means that just as if I've never sinned. And it it means that there's forgiveness that is there. It, it talks about your righteous position before Christ. When we come to faith in Jesus Christ, when we believe on him, then we are justified. The book of Romans tells us in chapter 3, after Paul very painstakingly for three chapters, he says, we've all sinned, and mm-hmm. and we've all fallen short of the glory of God, right? And the mm-hmm. wages of sin is death. He He goes on and he says, but we are, he then introduces the doctrine of justification. It's a legal term and it literally means just as if I've never sinned. Now, Jennifer, you and I, we know that we're sinners. That's why we need Jesus, right? And mm-hmm. so it's talking about your position as you come in faith, you are declared righteous, is what it means. And it means that salvation comes to the one. Um, as we come and are justified by him. He's the only one that can do that. And what Paul is preaching here is that you can't be justified by trying to be a good person. You can't be justified by the law, um, by keeping the, the law of Moses, because what the New Testament goes on to say is that there's a purpose of the law. The law is good. It's God's standard. The problem is you and me, Jennifer. We can't keep the law. So the law declares us guilty, and Galatians tells us it's a schoolmaster to bring us to Jesus Christ. So what Paul is saying here is, by him, everyone who believes is justified, that is, you come to salvation and uh, from all things from which you cannot be justified by the law of Moses. In other words, your sins are forgiven. The law of Moses could not bring forgiveness of sin. And as you study the scriptures, you see that throughout the New Testament, that truth, which is part of the gospel. In the book of Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews painstakingly goes through and says, listen, the Old Testament sacrifices, the law of Moses could not you know, bring forgiveness of sin. It was only a covering of sin until Jesus Christ came and died for his sins once and for all but to continue with that i think maybe perhaps and you tell me if um um you know going uh down a different uh, rabbit trip here or or um what you are thinking but it doesn't mean we still don't struggle with sin right yeah we we, we still have this warring with the flesh and and um it, it doesn't mean that we become sinless but what it means is that we are justified. We got that righteous position, you know, in Christ because of my faith in him. And then the Holy Spirit comes into my heart. And, and the book of Romans is so incredible because after the doctrine of justification that, listen, we're justified freely by his grace. And as you go through chapters 3, 4, and 5, you know, I would encourage you, Jennifer, underline that word freely, freely, freely. Okay. freely. You'll you'll see it come up several times. Then in chapter 6 through chapter 8, he begins Paul to explain to us the doctrine of sanctification. Now, sanctification is being set apart for the Lord. And as we are set apart for the Lord, there's this battle that's going on between the spirit and the flesh. Paul writes about it in the book of Galatians. And so we need to be ones that You know, Paul says to walk in the Spirit. He says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, but walking in the Spirit is being surrendered to the Lord, being yielded to the Lord, being humbled before the Lord, saying, Lord, I need you, because we still struggle. And Romans chapter 7, the whole chapter, Paul talks about this struggle in the flesh. But the Lord desires to empower us to live a life after him. Does that make sense? Does that help you out?
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that does help me. I I understand um, what you're saying. Um, you, So thank you for that.
3: You bet. So keep in mind this. Listen, some people try to be justified before God um, and um, to be, you know, trying to keep the law of Moses. That will never justify you. It's coming in faith in Jesus Christ. So... Um, okay. so keep that in mind and then yield to the lord so that's a good book do us, you know going through the book of romans will help you in that and we got that up on our webpage com. we just got through the book of romans and i think you'll really it'll really be a blessing to you
1: okay i'll, I'll go ahead and do that um, okay. and before i before i hang up um, i wanted to uh, ask for a prayer request and like i said um i i don't know a lot of the details but i i was um i've been hearing people talk about it um and it's something that happened to a child um and she's in critical condition in denver at the hospital and i i don't know her name or anything because i really don't like to um look into stuff like that but I, i know god knows who she is and um i just feel like there needs to be
3: community of prayer for that child okay yeah let's do that father we pray for this child we you know the circumstance and and as um jennifer has brokenhearted over it we just lift the situation up to you we pray for uh, um this child the the mom parents the family everyone involved we just pray for your touch for your working lord for your healing and, and to intervene and lord um and we don't know what it is the situation but you do and we pray in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you. You bet. You bet. Hey, hey as um we finished the call here I'm just kind of getting um a little bit of word that there is a tornado warning in western Arapahoe County and uh t- and so that's been issued uh a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado located over southwestern Aurora. That is near the uh, studios where uh, Grace FM is located at Calvary Church. So, um, you know, quarter-size hail Uh, radar indicates rotation. So please be careful. Uh, We want to let this out. If if for some reason uh, we drop or something like that, please um, um, take heed to this warning Move into a basement or interior room in the lowest floor of the sturdy building. Avoid windows. um, You know, move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself um, in this. So um, I'm not able to see the radar, but that's what is coming across on my screen. Um, So um, if we for some reason drop suddenly because of the storm, whatever, you'll understand. But please, tornado warning for Western Arapahoe County. And um, and apparently there is a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado. So please check that out um, and hail one inch in diameter. Um, this includes Buckley Air Force Base, uh, Aurora Eastern Centennial and all of that. So please be careful out there. We're still in severe weather uh, mode and these storms can flare up very quickly and, and be careful. So. Uh, if I get any more update, I'll let you know. But in the meantime, three oh three six nine oh three thousand is the number to call. Uh to be on the air. We're gonna to go to Sandra in Greeley. And Sandra?
1: Yes,
4: this is
3: Sandra. You're on Calvary Live. How are oh, you today?
4: Hello. What 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 is the pastor's name?
3: My name is Jeff Figgs.
4: Now listen, I- Jeff. I have uh, split decisions, and I'm trying to worship God, but I I failed with the flesh. And uh, the house that I live at is an assisted living with um, mentally challenged people, and some of the people have no hope, and they look like they need hope, and they, they wander, and they look so sad, and I, I feel for them, but I, I feel short, because I know that there's some that just don't want to hear what Jesus' name. There's just right. some that are just completely against it.
3: You still there, Sandra?
4: Yes, I am. So can you send us some Bibles here?
3: Sure, Absolutely. Sandra, this is what you do, and if you can remember, Calvary Chapel Greeley, and you can call the church, and let me give you the number, because I don't know if you got access to to look it up online or anything, but the number is 330-1717, that's easy to remember, 330-1717. All right. You I'll, call the as church.
4: As soon as I
3: leave the phone call, I'll go to yeah. get a paper and pen. Yeah, 330 You call the church. You call the church sometime um, right now. Um, I think everybody's pretty much left. The office is closed. Please give us a call tomorrow. We'll be here. Um, or on Monday, or if you're you know, able. I don't know if you're able to, to come by um, on Sunday for the services, we will get you Bibles, and we will get them to you for free, okay? Okay. So we'll be happy to do that. Be sure to call, and we'll be happy to get those to you, okay?
4: Yes. Now, the area code is
3: 3 uh, 3 no No, 337- the, the, the area code, Cassandra, 970-330-1717. Okay.
4: All right. All right. Three Very three easy.
3: seven one seven? Two three 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 zero. Three,
5: three three zero seventeen seventeen. Okay,
3: Cassandra. Yeah. Let me let me pray with you. Okay, Father, I pray for Sandra. She's calling. She's heard us on the radio. I thank you that she has. And uh, where she's at, there are those who, um, Lord, that perhaps um, uh, as uh, they have uh, challenges and, and and all of that, but Lord, we know that your word um, is alive and it's powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And so, Lord, I pray that San- Sandra would be able to get the word of God, that there be a listening to Calvary Live, uh, a listening to Christian Radio and Grace FM, and Bibles that would get in their hands as needed. So I, I thank you for Sandra calling, and I pray that we would be able, as the church, to be able to reach out to those that you love that are there, and Sandra, and to be able to get the Word of God into their hands and into their minds, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, um, Sandra. Th- thanks for th- calling.
4: Thank you for calling.
3: Okay, so again, we're given, um just a, a warning that there is a tornado warning there in uh, Aurora, so please be careful. We're going to continue to be on the air um, as long as I can, and um, so um, just kind of word that I got um, is that it is legit. It's it's. Um, please take cover if you're in that area. Of the tornado warning of Buckley Air Force Base, Aurora, and um, and. Uh, Centennial Arapahoe Park, and th- i don't have the time to goes to, but please be careful and if you're driving, please be careful uh We want to make sure that uh that you're safe and take the appropriate um cover. It goes till four forty five is what i'm being told and um and um so we're going to keep you updated as much as we can hey we're still on the air, so give me a call at three oh three six nine oh three thousand. Um, is the number to call. The text line is 720-336-0897. Um, you know, it's amazing here in Colorado. I don't know if you uh, know, and not to give you, you know, uh, weather facts, but up here in Weld County, Weld County is the number one county for tornadoes in the whole nation. And uh, usually there are smaller tornadoes, and we're a large county, three, you know, 4,000 square miles Um, But, um, you know, they can happen, and we need to be careful and always take those warnings to heart uh, when they come out. And presently, those of you in Aurora and uh, Buckley and Centennial, you are under a tornado warning till 445 p.m. Please be careful, Um, and uh, we want to make sure that you are safe. Hey, I'm going to keep talking while we can. Uh, You can text me a question or a prayer request at 720-336-0897. And uh, we are going to go um, to uh, the, prayer, uh, the text line for a prayer request. And I got a prayer request for please pray for uh, uh, interpersonal relations at work and direction. And so Paul asked for that. So, Father, we do ask that you would uh, just be with Paul as he's texted in for this. And um, we want to ask that you would help him. Uh, relationships are very important. And in your word, you give us direction and guidance, how to relate to others, how to minister to others. We want to be able to do that. And so, Lord, uh, please just be with Paul, give him wisdom, give him guidance uh, in that um, as uh, we uh, are linked to people uh, in family, neighborhoods, at work. Uh, give Paul direction in that whatever uh, he is, um, you know, facing, whatever Uh, uh, relations he has to where it becomes godly and so we just pray this in Jesus name amen and amen hey we're going to continue 303-690-3000 continue to call in we're going to be on the air as long as we can even though we have this tornado warning going on in Aurora which includes uh, where we have our studio uh, Grace FM and uh, so let's go to Ann in Fort Morgan Hi, Ann. Hello.
5: Hi there. Hi. Thank you Hi. for You're taking my Live. call.
3: Absolutely. You got a question I have for a me? Question.
5: I do. I have a question about tithing. So okay. I know, and I've read in Malachi, that it's very specific about tithing, and um, there's even interest due when you don't pay your tithe and then go to pay it. Um, I've read those things in the Bible, but there was a discussion some friends and I were having, and... Someone had said that, you know, and I'm talking particularly with people with limited income, so those on um, Social Security, things like that. Um, so I was under the impression that the Lord is very specific. You pay your tithe and you give your offerings. But somebody had said in this conversation that we were having that you can ask God for the seed if you have limited income. So the example was someone makes $800 a month, their rent is $700, that leaves them with $100 um, for other expenses. And so this person had said that those people don't have to tithe, and that if they ask God for the seed to tithe, that God will give that to them. And then so if God sends a check for $20, they're to give that, you know, unexpected money, they're uh, expected to give that whole portion as a tithe can you tell me if that's uh, I can't find it anywhere biblical um, but <laughs> yeah. I was hoping maybe you could help with
3: that yeah and we're about ready to and go to our break so I what I want you to do is hold on because uh, the issue of tithing and giving to the Lord is an important um, issue that we have in the scriptures. And I want to give you some guidelines uh, as we go to the Word of God. But we're going to go to break here in a little bit. So I want you to hang on, okay? And then we're going to come back. And I'm going to kind of walk you through this um, as we do. But Ann's going to hold. We'll come back. We're going to talk about tithing. And then we do have an open line, 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Hey, again, for those of you in the Aurora area, make sure you take heed to that tornado warning. And we'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Welcome
0: back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303 690 3000 or text us at 720 336 0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now.
3: Hey, welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. You're listening to um, today's program. And for those of you listening live on Grace FM, Want to remind you that there is a tornado warning that is in effect for Aurora um, and uh, a, a large thunderstorm producing heavy rain, hail uh, that is in the Aurora area, Centennial, and uh, reaches clear down into uh, the Parker area. So please be careful out there. Take heed to the warnings, and please be careful. We're still in severe weather um, season, and it's still summer technically, um, and. Uh, so you want to be careful and take heed. Just want everybody to be safe. And uh, But we're going to keep uh, going here on the program. If any updates come along as they pass along to me, I will let you know uh, as soon as I can. So the number to call is 303-690-3000. My name is Jeff Figgs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley up here in northern Colorado. All is calm up here um, in in Weld County. Uh, but please keep your eye to the sky and be careful out there. And we got some other severe weather that may be coming in later this weekend, so always be careful uh, these storms come up very quickly. Um, we um, were talking to uh, Anne from Fort Morgan. Ann, are you still there? Yes, I am. And we were talking about tithing. You were asking some uh, questions about tithing right before we went on the air, and you were making reference to Malachi, and then you were also just kind of giving um, some other thoughts that people were passing along to you about tithing, and and here's the thing about tithing. And is um, in Malachi, the Lord was um, speaking to His people, and uh, He was speaking to them about the tithe belongs to Me, right? And a tithe means a tenth, so that's usually a good guideline for tithing, and. Um, but as you look at the Old Testament in their giving, not only would they give a tithe, they would also they would give of their first fruits. Um, they would, you know, give of the temple tax. There was a lot of giving that was there. Matter of fact, I think that one um, scholar said that they probably would give up to twenty five percent of, you know, when it includes the first fruits and the temple tax and the tithe and all of that. That was to take place. Um, a lot of times the giving was um, in uh, providing for the priests, providing for the Levites, uh, because they didn't have an inheritance. Uh, it was the first fruits, so, so they had food to eat and um, things like that. When we get to the New Testament, I think Paul really gives us the formula, if you would, and I'm using that term what should the heart be? What is our guideline for giving? and he's talking to the Corinthians about giving. He says, listen, um, I'm going to be taking a collection to the saints in Jerusalem that are hurting. So what I want you to do is I want you to, on the first day of the week, is I want you to um, have it set aside for when I come, I can I can receive it. He, he talks about that in 1 Corinthians 16. 2 Corinthians, he begins to, to talk about um, giving and how to excel in giving and he says remember um the example of those churches up in macedonia and this is important and he says the churches in macedonia which would be philippi thessalonica berea those churches uh were poor those churches were being persecuted and he says that they gave freely um uh he says uh, that they gave freely willingly um, and they gave out of their own poverty is what they did. And so followed their example. And then he goes on in chapter 9 and says, But I say this, that he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one, this is what's important, give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. So the guideline in the New Testament is you give as God's purpose. And whether you make little or whether you make a lot, we are to give to the Lord. It's not if we are to give. He says when you do give. Be a cheerful giver. You know, that word means actually hilarious. Give freely. Give willingly. Give as what the Lord has put on your heart. So a tithe, a tenth, is is a good you know, guideline that is given to us from the book of Malachi. But it may be that you give a tithe to the local church and then you give your offerings. Uh, Oftentimes what we will talk about is the tithe that to go to the church and then the offerings, other ministries, other um, things that, uh, that you support missionaries, uh, things like that. So those are all guidelines, but the, the, Primary thing is to give according to what God has put on your heart to give. So I don't think there's a, a formula. We like to come up with formulas. If you give this much and that much, then you can give here. You don't have to give here. Pray about it. Seek the Lord. And and there are people that make a, a, a lot of money that perhaps I don't see who gives here at the church. I see the final numbers. Um, I'm responsible for the finances of this church. Uh, we make account for every penny, every dollar that comes in. But I don't see who gives individually. But I would imagine that there are those who perhaps, you know, that we may say that they have an abundance of resources and they don't really give. There are those who make very little at the end of the month. They don't have two dimes to rub together that they give generously. But it is giving according to the way to, you know, and what the Lord has put on your heart. To give willingly, to give freely, and and to because God loves the cheerful giver. So, does that first of all help you with the whole issue with tithing?
5: Yeah, it does. Um, do you recall anywhere in the Bible where it talks about God specifically giving you the seed that you need to tithe? I mean, I know that if I didn't have enough finances, I could ask God. I really want to give. Um, you know, a tithe or an offering to the church, you know my finances, can you provide that? And I I believe that he would. But does it talk about that anywhere in the Bible? About About a
3: a seed faith, kind of a plant your seed faith, and then he'll give you tenfold, a hundredfold back?
5: Well, see, I, I, I know that. But I, that didn't seem to really hit what they were talking about. No. It was literally, if you ask God for the seed, he'll send it to you, and then you need to give it to, that to him. And I had just never heard that before. I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, well, there can studying. there can be,
3: yeah, and it's hard to really comment on it if not hearing the teaching, but there's a lot of, lot of teaching out there that says give your seed faith, and then the Lord does say in Malachi that test me in this area, in this area of tithing. Right. It's the only time that the Lord says, "Test me," and He, you know, makes the case of um, that He's going to provide for us. He'll provide for all of our needs. And in the, um, you know, He says, "Don't rob God," and um, and so He He's encouraging them. The tithe belongs to me, is what He says, Uh, because He says, "You've robbed me," and they said, "What do you mean? We've robbed you?" But He He also says you know, know that I'll open up the storehouse of heaven, and I will bless you um, as you do give to him. One of the things that we do as a church is we give, you know, 10%. We put into missions. We buy Bibles. We had a lady that just called and that they needed Bibles. There, She's in a place where she's asking for Bibles. We're going to get those Bibles to her, um, we uh, give the missionaries. We support ministries. And one of the things that we have found is we can't outgive God. But it isn't this formula of plant your seed faith and then you get a hundredfold back, or you know tenfold back that some of the faith teachers are teaching, and, and they'll do that. They'll say you need to plant your seed faith, give to me, and you'll receive a hundredfold. And what they do is they misinterpret scripture, uh, is what they do. Um, we don't give to God so we can become wealthy. We don't give to God so we can get 100-fold back. There is blessing in giving. There is provision. We give to God because we want to. We want to see the work of, of the kingdom. And and we are told to give uh, to him and and um, to invest in the kingdom of God. Store up your treasures in heaven um, is what we were told to do. So those are all the primary reasons why we give. It's not so we can get a hundredfold. And there are people on the t- Christian TV that are ripping people off, and and they're right. you know the the gospel listen is not for sale, and and the prosperity gospel has let many astray, because of the seed faith doctrine, all these things. Listen, we are to give. And Paul, when he was writing to the church at, at Philippi, he said thank you. One of the reasons that he uh, was writing to them, he says, thank you for supporting me, and the fruit that comes from my ministry goes on your account. Um, to the Corinthians, and when he was at the end of his third missionary journey, taking this, this, um, this collection to the saints in Jerusalem, because they were hurting, and, and they were going through famine, and it was the way to connect the Gentile churches and the Jewish believers in Jerusalem. So it's to do the work of God. But when those who have, you know, been duked into thinking if I plant a seed faith and I'll get a hundredfold back, the only ones that are getting rich on that are the the phony prosperity teachers that are saying, you know, give me the seed faith. Um and I even get letters. I get letters from some of these ministries that say You know, give me a seed faith and your ministry will be blessed a hundredfold. And I feel like writing back to them and saying, listen, I want, you know, you to be blessed. So why don't you give me money? Why don't you send money to me (laughs) and then God will bless you a hundredfold? Do you see what I'm saying? It's, It's not just this phony formula that prosperity teachers come up with. Listen, we are to give. It's an honor to give. It's a privilege to give um but what we are to do is to give generously freely willingly out of our own poverty just because some people think well I don't make enough money you give to the lord as he puts on your heart and um we give to the lord because we get the privilege to give to the lord and further the kingdom of god so those are the things and then we find out that we can't outgive god and um, he blesses and provides, and and so that's a very important principle.
5: Thank okay? you so much for that. I, I appreciate that. And where Absolutely, did you say Anne. you were looking at this in First Corinthians is where you found it?
3: In About, Second Corinthians um, chapters um, 8 and 9. Yeah, chapters 8 and eight 9. You know. Read those two chapters. Yeah, Second
5: Corinthians. I, yeah. Thank you so much for your time, and be blessed, and have a good rest you of too, your You too,
3: Anne. All right, you have Thank a great you. weekend. God bless you guys out there in Fort Morgan. Always good to hear from you guys in Fort Morgan out there and, and uh, in the Eastern Plains. So glad that we can reach you out there. Hey, let's go to Michelle in Maryland.
4: Hello. Michelle,
3: how are Hi. you, Michelle?
4: I'm good. How I'm, are you?
3: I'm good. Thanks for calling Calvary Live.
4: Thank you. I don't want to keep you. I feel like this is a stupid question, but I had somebody who— Opposed me because they wanted to go out with me because they said they were new in town, they didn't know anybody. And later on I thought, and I didn't want to go out with them, but later on I thought, man, that, that could have been a good opportunity to share Jesus with them, you know, and say, no, but there's somebody who does want to get to know you. Thanks yeah. Jesus. But then I didn't want them to say, well, great, come have coffee with me, and tell me about them, you know, and then be in an awkward position there. And yeah. is there a way to... I mean I mean, those are kind of good opportunities
5: to mm-hmm. present
4: the gospel, and I—I I don't know how to approach
6: it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think you did fine. I really did. You know, um, you're being very um, cordial. I think you're showing wisdom. I, I don't want to go out; if they're asking you out, but I can tell you about Jesus, and you know, whatever the Lord leads you to tell, to make sure that you're in a safe place, particularly when it's a woman meeting with a man, um, and um you know you can invite him to church but you introduce him to other men you just you, you you know there's there's wisdom in doing that and for you know and to do that and if he's not interested in the things of the lord he's not going to show up if he's only interested in asking you out and having a date with you or uh, other you know motives that he has um you make sure that you protect yourself and you make sure that you know it's okay to say I don't want to go out, you know? But I do want to tell you about Jesus. He loves you. He died for you. you what you need is Jesus. <laughs> so I think you're handling mm-hmm. it right, Michelle. Okay? Okay. You know, well, it's okay you. to say, mm-hmm. you know, Michelle, it's mm-hmm. okay to say no. <laughs> it's okay to say no. Okay? And and we live in a culture where um, you know, if you say no, and, you know, we're mean and, you know, all this, it's okay to say no if the Lord's not leading you. But you can say, hey, you know, go to this church and you learn about Jesus. I want you to meet Jesus. So let me pray with you, Michelle. Okay. Father, I, I just pray for Michelle that she would have wisdom in ministering to this individual, and she has cordially said no and going out, and, Lord, she has the right to do that, and she shows wisdom. But, Lord, that, um, that um, whatever doors you open for her to minister to him, that you give her wisdom and that he would take it and, um, he would be able to meet you. We just pray for his salvation. We pray that he would go to a place where, um, he can hear the gospel. If Michelle needs to tell him right there, but just give her wisdom. You know, the situation and discernment in every way in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
4: amen. Thank you so much.
3: You bet. Amen. Hey, hey, just let us update on what's going on. Um, so a lot of rain has has fallen in the Denver area up to almost three inches in some uh, parts. Um, and so just be careful out there. There is a flash flood warning, so be careful on the roadways. Don't cross into intersections where there's standing water, all those things uh, as this thunderstorm continues to go through and will be. Um, you know, don't go into flooded roads. Um, and um, the excess runoff that is going. So just be careful if you're listening uh, on the air, and and pay attention to the weather. Be weather aware and the warnings that are going out out there. Hey, let's go to. I believe. Let me look at next is Dustin in Decano. Hi, Dustin.
2: Hi. How are
3: you? Good. How are things your way?
2: Uh, any rain there, or anything okay here here in dakono there's not a lot of rain and stuff but uh
3: okay okay uh, so-, so uh, you're on calvary live
2: yeah um, so um today i was just gonna call uh, just gonna ask for uh just some prayer uh, just for direction and uh to pray for for my family as well uh uh one of my family's um been into like some kind of uh like white supremacist stuff you know okay and uh like i've prayed for a few months now you know to have some real good changes and i mean you know i just don't know what really to you know to do but uh i just felt like i should like maybe call and have some people pray you know
3: absolutely and, uh, and i think it's you know yeah, just you keep praying with
2: too. All, yeah this the thing is, they kind of, you know, the they talk a lot about just like those kind of threats, you know, like uh, from white supremacist people, you know, and yeah. and I and I try to share about the Lord with them and to encourage them to that right path. But uh, you know, I think that that's where the prayer prayer could come in for that. And yeah, they've yeah. kind of been and, they've kind of been dealing with depression, and I i bring okay. I bring this person to your uh to one of your groups to one of the mm-hmm. young adults group at your church actually uh-huh. they but they wouldn't even come in so i okay or they wouldn't even join the group and so you know just to keep keep, keep praying, praying you know they met met a few people from your group and that was really good and good I'll just gotta say that wildfire group is a really good group for anybody who's in Greeley you know and young adults yeah. and
3: yeah, and they meet on Fridays at seven o'clock. They'll be meeting tonight, and you know our young people need that. And we have a major university up here. We got the biggest, um, uh, uh, you know, um, community college in in the state. A lot of young people, and in, young people are being divided in so many different ways, Dustin. And the white supremacy thing is is you know uh, uh, something that we hear about. But the thing is, Jesus said that if I be lifted up, that I will draw all men to myself. And that means for every generation, every ethnic group, uh, every nation, every tongues, people, that the gospel is for them, and Jesus died for everyone. And that is the message that we are to give. So, Father, I thank you for Dustin, who is called in. Lord, as he gets discouraged and he gets down, and I pray for his family family members that are going through hard times. Um, And and for those who are in uh, things that are not pleasing to you, white supremacy or whatever. And Lord, I just pray for Dustin that he would hang on to you. And Lord, that that you would just work in the lives of his family members, Um, this one that came to wildfire, that Lord, that you would uh, minister your love to him, that you would, Lord, get a hold of his heart, that um, that his family members would come to salvation, um, because as you are lifted up on the cross, it's for all men. And I'm reminded what Paul writes in the book of of First Timothy that the mission that you have uh, accomplished is that um, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and there isn't anyone too far gone. That can't be saved. So, Lord, I pray you do this work in Dustin and encourage him as well. And we pray this in Jesus' name, Amen. Hey, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dustin. When I was quoting from um, yeah, thank you. First, hey, Dustin. Just a quick word for you. When I was quoting from First Timothy chapter one, that um, Paul writes, "This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief." Paul just got through talking about how he was the worst of the worst he was an insolent man he was violent he killed christians he persecuted christians but yet god's grace and love reached him and there is no one too far gone that god can't reach them with his love and with his grace that they can't come to the saving knowledge of jesus that's why he says of whom i'm the chief he's saying i was the worst at one time but yet god saved me he's entrusted me with the glorious gospel and he saved me. So always keep that in mind that Christ came to save sinners and keep praying for your family members, okay? All right, thank Dustin. You, thank
2: you, Jesus.
3: God bless you. Thank
2: keep you, in touch, God. okay?
3: All right. All right. Hey three oh three six nine oh three thousand. It's kind of been interesting um with you know all the weather statements going on and stuff that I want to pass along and we do that when there's severe weather, because we want our listeners here on Grace FM to be updated. Um, so the tornado warning for western Arapahoe County is can- canceled now, but there's still uh, flash flooding that's going on, um, and uh, we want to be able to to, um, to warn you on those things, those warnings that do come out as we're on the air. Hey, let's go to Kristen in Pennsylvania. Hi, Kristen. Yes, hello. How are you? Hi,
6: thank you. I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for taking my Good. call,
3: well, and thank you um, for I'm just calling.
6: calling in for some prayer power. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, I just need some prayer power for my daughter, who's uh, out on the West Coast. I haven't seen her for about nine years, and uh, during that time, well, she, you know, she was, when she left home, she was a, a Christian, and during that nine years that I didn't see her, there were some things going on that um, she got involved with some questionable companions, and I saw things on the Internet that I won't go into details, but it looked very um, satanic and maybe most likely involving drugs also. And so um, that's how it was for the past several years. And then last fall, she got married. She just had a baby, but um, I don't know what's going on in her life still and i have had contact with her since since last fall she's been contacting me so now just a few weeks ago she um ended up in the er and uh up leading up to that er visit at the hospital um for about 2 months she was having major pain in her body she was um just having some physical just a lot of physical pain a lot of physical problems went told me that she was at the doctor a lot. They don't know what's wrong with her. And then um, that seemed to clear up a bit, and then she ended up in the ER with um, the same thing, basically. And okay. doctors don't know. She said they ran a bunch of tests. They don't know what's going on. But I'm flying out to see her next week. Um, I need some prayer power, too. I haven't seen her in nine years, but like I said, I don't know what's going on. I, I've never met her husband, um, but she is my daughter. I love her, and, and I really want... I want her to uh just come back to Jesus. I want her to be healthy again mm-hmm. and everything and um and she's got a little mm-hmm. one and a half year old now, so yeah, yeah. I just really need that. Absolutely,
3: prayer. Kristen. Yes, and let's do that. And fathers we all join in. Kristen's is gonna fly out to see her daughter, which she hasn't seen in nine years, and to be able to see her grandchild. And Lord, um doesn't know what to expect, but I thank you that you've opened up that door. So first of all I pray for her daughter, that the health issues that she's going through, that that you would bring healing. Lord, that you'd be with the doctors and, and the nurses, whatever it is that they would be able to treat her. And Lord, um, Kristen doesn't know what to expect when she gets there. But Lord, her desire is to, to once again restore that relationship with her daughter and for her daughter to come to you. And, Lord, all the things, nine years, there's a lot of history that's there. Um, Kristen doesn't know everything that's gone on, but you do. And I pray that you give Kristen the strength to minister to her daughter. She meets her, you know, son-in-law. We just lift that all up to you for you to work, to give Kristen strength, to give her wisdom, discernment. Lord, we pray for her daughter to come back to you. She's been a prodigal. And even as I think about that that father who ran to meet his son, and, Lord, as he came to the end of himself, I pray that Kristen's daughter would, and son-in-law, that they would come to you, that you would give the words to Kristen to encourage them to live for Jesus, to come back home, to come back home. And so, Lord, work in a powerful way. Be with Kristen. Just bless her. May she have travel mercies. May you just minister through her and in her, bring healing to her daughter, bring them to you, Lord, to, Lord, come to that place of just surrender and realizing that living for the world is just going to bring bondage and death and, and discouragement and defeat. So, Lord, I just pray for Kristen that you would just bless this trip, that you would work powerfully for and show yourself strong on behalf of her, Daughter and grandchild and um, son-in-law, um, and we just pray this in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Yeah. Kristen, I'll thank be you, praying Jesus. for you. Okay. Thank you,
6: thank you so much. I I really appreciate it. Thank you. God bless okay. you.
3: God God bless you. So thank you, thank you. I know that many many of you out there, as we close the show, that. um, you know, you got family members or friends that you're hurting for. Maybe you got a prodigal out there. Keep praying. Keep praying. Even as um, we know that uh, we were talking with with Dustin, and uh, he was praying for his family members. Uh, keep praying for them, and keep lifting them up to the Lord. And um, prayer is so important. Be interceding on their behalf, and uh, and don't grow weary in doing that. Hey, um, thank you for everybody for the show. We kind of had a, a little bit of an interesting show with the weather alerts going out that we needed to announce and stuff. Pray everybody is safe. Uh, but please, for the flood advisories and Adams and Arapahoe and Douglas and Jefferson counties, you guys be careful out there in our listening area, even down in Pueblo in our listening area, Castilla uh, County and those areas. Uh, be weather aware. Be safe out there. Have a great weekend. Hey, be sure to go to church. Um, be in fellowship with believers and have a blessed weekend thank you so much for being a part of the show we're looking forward to when I have the opportunity to talk to you next time so God bless you and uh, have a great weekend
0: you've been listening to Calvary Live tune in next time for prayer and God's word